Looking for last minute weekend getaway? I've got you covered. I have five road trips already planned for you. They're all a few hours from New York City, so they're the perfect trips for anybody on the East Coast to tap into. Whether you're looking for family-friendly, a romantic getaway, something leisure, activities-filled, history and heritage-filled, or if you want to spend the weekend stuffing your face. The packet has it all. It was designed to take all the guesswork and planning off of your plate. You choose based on the vibe or the distance. Included in the packet are itineraries for weekend trips to Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Hartford, Connecticut, Johnson and Burlington, Vermont, and Montreal, Canada. It includes packing lists, a pre-trip car prep guide, and travel and shit podcast playlists of road trip content. These itineraries are perfect for travelers who enjoy having a plan with space for spontaneity. Save yourself the time of planning and skip to the getaway. Let this itinerary pack take the stress of planning and packing off of the table while you focus on the road. Visit travelandshitpodcast.com slash travel resources to download your copy. I made it around the world. Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. I truly, truly, truly love uh this little podcast that could because when i tell you baby the technicals are technicaling i have been having the worst technical luck with equipment and software over the past um few weeks but i am um a little too stubborn to just drag my ass to the apple store one of those things that i keep saying that i'm going to schedule so many things. And it, I just feel like they can't all be my fault at this point. But I find a way to be back for you guys to have your episode on Thursday. So this week, as promised, is the Beyonce episode. Um, Starting right at the top and diving right the fuck in. Thankfully, this was not a road trip. Sadly, this was a... um. I don't want to say a solo trip, but it was a solo trip. I ended up going to Nashville. I went to the July 15th Renaissance show. Um, my beautiful, beautiful, amazing best friend, Del, uh, got myself, her and her daughter, Lucy, uh, tickets to, oh, shout out to my Luce. Uh, don't know what episode baby girl is but we did a really really cute episode a couple years ago now maybe maybe two years Hmm, maybe about two years two years ago about a travel from the perspective of a kid that was a really really um insightful uh, information episode because i definitely can't give you the opinion of a preteen so um if you have kids and you're interested to you know 
look for maybe an intro or like an in in having the the travel conversation tune into that i'll have a link obviously in the description box for that um but Dell ended up buying us tickets to see Beyonce. It was a surprise for Lou. Um, I will say that I was a bit disappointed to not be there for the surprise reveal, but uh, more on that in a bit. Uh, show was in Nashville. She bought the tickets, early birthday gift. Happy birthday to me. Taking a roll back. I just turned 38. Um, I love birthdays. They are personal little holidays. I am grateful for another year of life, let alone another year of anything else, but I'm definitely grateful for another year to get it right. Um, or to do my best, whether I get it right or not, (sighs) you know, I'm doing my fucking best, but, um, birthday gifts to me let me know your favorite episode i would love to get some feedback from you guys um i would love to hear from you guys just shoot me some love please it was an especially stressful day today in particular just trying to get the software to work so i could record the episode but that aside um it was early birthday gift to c b I flew myself out there and booked a hotel and it just made sense for best friend who lives in Kentucky about an hour or two away from Nashville to just stay with uh, me in the hotel room. Like, why would I have my girls drive back after a concert? Ridiculous. And I also wanted um, Lou to have like a really good experience um, being able to, that was her first concert. I'm pretty sure that was the first concert. So, um, I definitely, uh, splurged a bit and stayed at the Joseph, a luxury collection Marriott property. Um, I just got into collecting points from Marriott pro tip. There is an entire host of ways that you can, um, accrue loyalty points with Marriott Bonvoy. One of those ways is by connecting, I want to say your Uber account, which applies for like Uber and Uber Eats. When I tell y'all, I mostly drive in New York, but baby, I run that Uber Eats account up. You hear me? Um, And I'm pretty certain that it's adding to my Marriott Bonvoy points. Um, but I just started, uh, collecting those reward points and I ended up staying at a Marriott like the week after, or like two weeks after for two of my friends, shout out to Bart and Nell, congratulations to my newlyweds, um, for their wedding. They got married in Jersey. Beautiful, 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 uh, wedding. Uh, went out there and we decided to just stay the night as opposed to driving two hours back to the city. Um, so we stayed at a local Marriott to that area. So yay me, you know, dabbling my toe into the hotel room, uh, world realm, if you will. Personally, I am perfectly fine with a hotel room 
if I'm only going to be someplace overnight, maybe two nights max. If I'm staying someplace longer than two nights, I don't want to be in one room. I, I just want more space to spread out. And by spread out, I don't even mean my stuff. Um, I just don't want to stare at the same four walls. I don't want to be in the same room for an extended period of time. So I prefer an Airbnb so that I travel like I live. I have uh, an apartment. I've got space to move. I can go, I can sleep separately from where I sit and watch TV. Um, I can sleep separately from where I eat. I particularly like enjoying my food and not having to sit with it on my lap unless I choose to on a couch, not having to eat in a bed. But I ended up booking the Marriott. We stayed at the uh, Joseph Luxury Collection Marriott in Nashville. And it was about a 10 minute walk from the venue, which mm, 10, 15 maybe 20 max. I think it was actually more like a 17, 20 minute walk. Let's just round up, right? 20 minute walk, which ended up being perfect. But rolling back, I flew in, was it that Saturday? Yes. I flew in that Saturday morning. Thank God there were no travel hiccups on the front end, but of course they were on the back end. We'll get there. Beginning of the trip started out fine. Like I said earlier, unfortunately, it was a solo trip in the sense of I traveled on my own. Um, the last, I don't think I've been on a solo trip since before the pandemic, maybe. This is the first time I traveled without someone since... Yeah, since Guadalupe. Wow, January 2020. That was the last time I went someplace by myself from the solo travel queen. Um, I did everything, just me. And that this was the first trip without that. Somebody remind me, we'll do an episode about that, what it's like to no longer be a solo traveler after being a solo traveler for such a long time. But flew out... I don't remember what I flew. I think I flew JetBlue. Yeah, it was JetBlue. Um, flew out, no issues until I arrived. Um, and this is a lesson in communication. Hear me out. So I did not do a good job of communicating clearly to the bestie what my intentions for the trip were staging this with I do not really like Nashville I have yet to have that Nashville experience that everyone raves about I've heard so many people I love that Nashville oh Nashville is this it's great Nashville 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 right and so I've been looking to have that you know this is that city it's great for mm, it's great for, uh, it's great for whatever it's going to be great for in your experience. I was looking into possibly doing a um, museum while I was out there or visiting a black or brown owned, I don't want to just say establishment, but outside of just food, right? I wanted to do something like go to a shop, get maybe um, every once in a while, I prefer to just 
you know, step my toes into a, uh, not boutique per se, but like a thrift store or something, because I'd rather get something from a thrift store, especially while I'm traveling, because I feel like it adds a little more character to the purchase, but I ain't above a boutique or a regular ass store either. Um, but I was looking to go into a black or brown owned store or, um, definitely a museum experience. Now I'd mentioned that I was looking for things for us to do because I knew that we would be a collective group. It would be the three of us because best friend was going to be picking me up from the airport. Now that turned into a detour. Shout out to Erica, who is one of Dell's friends out in, uh, I guess you could say, is that, let's call it Bible Belt. Cause it ain't really, it's definitely not Midwest. Um, it's not far West enough, but shout out to boo Erica. She came through in the clutch and was able to pick me up from the airport. What I should have communicated was that I didn't want to do home stuff for this trip. I ended up at the mall because, um, Del had to pick something up for Lucy to wear that day. And also she had to pick up Lucy. Uh, she had gone on a really nice trip with their church family and had a great time. And the drop-off point was in Nashville at the mall. So it worked out conveniently for her, but not for me, unfortunately. I really wish that I had communicated that I wanted to go to the museum or even I was considering going to the spa at the hotel, depending on the price. Um, I really wanted to do something in Nashville to kind of get me closer to having that experience of Nashville. That wasn't like, all right, the food was just okay. Because all the food that I've had in Nashville had this conversation last week. Um, nothing to write home about, not even the barbecue, which is supposed to be great. Granted only had barbecue from, I want to say two or three different places so far. And I prefer my dad's. I prefer shit my own. Um, I don't know if I'm just getting older and my palate is being a little bit more refined and I don't mean refined as in better. I just mean that it's changing. Like it is becoming more specific to me and not necessarily just the haphazard, what you got to eat, I'll eat it. You know what I mean? Like my body can't necessarily tolerate all the same shit no more. So I guess it follows that my palate doesn't necessarily tolerate the same things anymore, but I just... It's not been hitting, right? So I was really looking forward to trying something that would elicit a, God damn, this is good. Unfortunately, I ended up with, with mall food, with chilies, because I got stuck at the mall with the bestie. Um, but I blame myself on that because I did not communicate that I wanted to go and do things. And so learn from me. This would have been a much easier... Um, conundrum to undrum, if you will, had we discussed that prior. Um, it was just convenient because she had to be out there to pick up her daughter and to pick up me from the same space. So it just made sense. Like I see how we got here that she picked me up from the airport. We picked the baby up and by the baby, I mean the teenager. Um, we picked the kid up from the mall, grab something, head back to the hotel. Unfortunately, that dug into my plans. So I was not a happy camper at all. I don't like malls. I don't, I don't enjoy them. I don't like shopping. I don't like crowds. I 
do not find joy in that experience at all. So I was very disappointed to be stuck at the mall, but I kind of got myself in the spot, you know? Um, but shout out to Erica who was able to pick me up from the airport because Dell couldn't uh, make it to me in time for my flight. I appreciate her working, um, and navigating around making sure that I was accommodated and, then she got me from Erica's house afterwards. And we went to the mall. Um, did not enjoy Chili's food because it's, it's Chili's, man. It's Chili's. I don't eat Chili's at home. But when you're at the mall and you've got limited options, um, it's easy to just find some place that has shrimp alfredo or some wings. And that's generally where I'll just draw the line and be like, all right, I, fu- I know I fuck with those two things, so I'll get those. So... Um, didn't necessarily start with the bang that I was hoping for, but thankfully it didn't start with a bang that I wasn't hoping for. Because like I said, prior traveling airline travel has been a shit show during the summer so far. So thankfully I was able to arrive to my destination, not only safely, but with time to kind of settle in, calm it, and then get ready for the concert. So we got in, Went to the mall and I was also disappointed. There are the cutest and sweetest videos of these babies learning that they're going to see Beyonce. Um, and so I missed that because Bestie told um, baby girl in Forever 21 and me not enjoying malls. I just had a seat. I just sat down. I'm not going to rain on your parade. Um, so it's just like, y'all go shop. I'm a chill here. Let me know when we're ready to go. Um, so I missed that. I was little uh disappointed in that but alas it's about the experience I'm glad she was able to have the experience so um no uh cute video to add to the mix of the surprise I feel like she kind of knew like once you start kind of looking for like random outfits I I feel like you kind of gonna know right she's a very bright girl so I'm feeling like she was picking up what her mom was putting down. So didn't exactly start off with the um, excitement that I was going for. Um, But it started out with my babies, with my girls, with my favorite girl and um, my little niece. I just love how black people always like low key adopt the babies of their friends. Like my friend's children are my nieces and nephews. Don't know if I'll ever have nieces and nephews in life. Don't know if my brother will ever have kids. It's just me and the kid. Um, So those are my babies. Those are my babies and I love them all so much. Uh, So that was the start. We ended up checking into the hotel, which was difficult to find. Unfortunately, the map was not mapping. It was doing its own shit. It brought us someplace completely different. Like on a surrounding block someplace. It took us way longer to find the hotel once we were in the immediate area. But thankfully I'd already paid for um, valet parking. Well, I'd already reserved it. Um, I don't think that really matters one way or the other, but I knew I was fucking doing it because there's no reason why we were going to look around the street for street parking when baby, this is a luxury experience this weekend. We were going to have a good time. So we got... Uh, we got valet, went inside, checked in, saw other beautiful black women waiting to check in. 
shout out to this property because they had a gentleman standing there, um, handing out like food, another guy walking through, handing out waters, um, really gorgeous property. The lobby was nice. It was a bar, not too far from the lobby area. So it was, it was giving, Oh baby, you made the right choice because again, I'm not really a hotel girl. So I really do just hope for the best when I finally get to a hotel, if I'm staying at a hotel, right? So beautiful lobby experience, expecting the best, bring the car back around, valet the car. Bad bitch cars always get parked like right in front of the property or like in the property. So like where we drive, or I guess like where we drove into the property, it was, um, there were maybe like six different spots where you can kind of actually park cars and not just have them there for people to pick up. Um, and of course, like the bad bitch cars go there. I think somebody had like a Ferrari or something that was pulling in before we got there. Um, and they ended up parking, but shout out to question. So sorry saying shout out to the valets. Do y'all tip before or after? I really think I'm going to start tipping before because I always seem to kind of like vibe with the drop-off people. And I, you know, those are generally the people that I spend, I guess, more time with in terms of interacting. When I pick up, it's usually just, all right, here's your car, bye. And then you give them the tip, which is fine. But I don't know, like you can absolutely tip both ends. But, you know, I I mean, I'd like to just tip once if I can. But um, that's something I'm going to have to uh, grapple with. I'm curious what y'all do. But valet uh, dropped off the car, went back inside, straight to the room. And when I tell y'all, don't remember if I told y'all before, baby, AirPod Pros, not sponsored, get you a pair. Noise canceling initially terrified me because I'm a city girl. I kind of got to know what's going on because there's always a lot of stuff going on around me. And the idea of not knowing what was going on around me, terrifying. I would never want to be in a situation where knowing something is coming is part of what's keeping you safe or knowing that there's danger that you need to avoid. So I didn't think that they were going to be worth a purchase for me or anything that I would necessarily, um, use often until this trip. So glad I got them. When I tell you they are great for ignoring coworkers. If you have any shared spaces like lunch rooms or, um, meeting spaces where you don't necessarily have to talk to anybody, baby, noise canceling, big works, big, big works. Um, the audio sounds great. And that noise canceling can toggle on or off. So if you do need to be aware of your surroundings, you can turn it off. I feel like there's even like a middle ground. Don't really know what that's called. Can't say I'm well-versed in the options. I am not a tech-savvy girl. I am finding at all. Not my bag, not my ministry. But something about them shits is fan-fucking-tastic. So 10 out of 10, highly recommend. And, uh, definitely got to the room, popped in my AirPods and started playing It's behind me. Um, I switch, I just got a Nintendo switch, uh, about a month or so before my birthday. That was my little birthday gift to myself. 
and I proceeded to totally ruin my place in Zelda. That's the only game I played Zelda and Mario Kart. I got Mario Kart 8 because I like actually not the driving games, but all the games that aren't the driving games. I don't really like those kind of, I prefer thinking games in a sense where I, I'd rather go in with strategy because I'm better at strategy than I am with just being, I don't know if dexterity, I'm better with strategy than with dexterity in terms of the video games. I'm not there. Totally not. So, um, that was my move. I ended up getting upstairs and just popping in the AirPods and playing my video game. Um, y'all traveling with teenagers is rough. Traveling with kids is rough. Especially as someone that doesn't have kids. When I tell you, I am, I am so used to not having to follow up with anyone. I'm used to not having to wait for spaces. I am not. And it's the difference in this case was being in one room. So it's kind of like you are there for everything. The kid just gets in kid mode and just wants to, oh, but why can't I do this? And why can't I do that? I don't live with that. So for me, it's just like, I don't think y'all are arguing, but I don't necessarily want to be part of, you know, I don't, I don't like feeling like I'm stepping on a parents toes I don't necessarily want to um and I also want to preserve our friendship like I don't want to be like oh why don't you just do this or why don't this because it's like I don't parent I'm gonna let you do the parent work because you know what you're doing she's a fucking fantastic mom she's always doing a great job so it's kind of like I'm better at the long distance advice and not necessarily because I'm also way laid back it's not that she's not laid back but it's just kind of like, I don't want to hear teenage angst. AirPods, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful addition to the trip. So that kind of helped me. And also just being frustrated about not being able to explore the city. Um, when I got there, I got in at like 11 or 1030. Actually, I got in at like 1030, got picked up at like 11. And then I was at the mall all day. So, um, a bit frustrated, not miserable, just frustrated, but I also didn't want to take that out on anybody else. So stuck to myself, played the little game back to getting comfortable. When I mentioned, I am a fan of, um, having more than one room. I live in my suitcase. I do not particularly like spreading out because to me, it is just a way to leave stuff behind. I am very particular about making sure that I keep track of everything. And I also just don't want my shit touching public surfaces. And I don't care what you say, they are public surfaces because I'm not the only one to use them. It's a shared space, even though I am the only person in the room and they are cleaned beforehand. Nothing is ever clean to my partial lie, because if that were the case, then I'd never go anywhere, right? I don't ever trust that things are cleaned to my standard of clean, but to a standard that I'm not going to fucking die. It's kind of like with food. I wash my meat before I prepare it. 
I am certain that the restaurant is not washing their meat. But guess what? I'm still going to go out to eat. You feel me? So it's like there are certain things that you know you do better. But at the same time, you know the situation at hand is not dire. It's not a big fucking deal. It's just a preference, right? So I don't like my stuff necessarily like on everything because that's the easiest way to get things left behind, to lose things. And then also, I don't want to pack all this shit up. I want to be able to just put the couple of things I took out back in my shit and go. Um, And I also just don't, I don't want to say I don't like clutter because my life is low key clutter. Um, Not hoarder. I just will absolutely leave a sock on my couch for like four days until I'm tired of seeing that one sock on the couch. There aren't socks everywhere, but it's like, you look at something and you're like, how long am I going to leave that uh, pile of unopened mail by the, um, by the key? Like, I don't know if, how y'all houses are set up, but I have a spot by my door when I walk in. As soon as I walk in, I drop my mail down. I should really go through the mail and toss it, shred it, and do all those things. But guess what? It's been piling up for about a month, right? That's what I mean by clutter. Things like that. I'm not talking cereal bowls and, you know, I don't know, just gross shit. That's not what I mean. I'm saying I will leave a sock or I will have my shoes lined up at the door because every day I come in, the first thing I do is take off my shoes. But if I don't wear the same shoes every day, they're going to just be lined up by the door until I bring them 50 feet to the room where they belong. Little shit like that, right? So I also learned in college, I don't mind my clutter. I don't like other people's clutter. It's just that I don't know what it is. I don't know how my upbringing added to this. Don't really care. I just know that I am cool with my mess. Other people's mess riles me up. So, um, yeah, another pro tip. If you're going to travel with people, separate rooms, unless you know that you guys have very similar patterns. Um, Essence was a breeze. It was a joy. Everybody had separate rooms. Doesn't matter how I travel. It doesn't matter how anybody else travels because everyone has a space to be comfortable in their own space. Everyone has that flexibility and that, um, freedom of range to, you know, kind of operate in their personal space of comfort. But when you are sharing spaces, it is a little easier to kind of um, find those discrepancies or not even discrepancies, but um, like when things like don't match those um, disconnections, I guess you could say, um, or differences. There we go. Um, Those differences. It's a lot easier to see them when you're in one shared space. And I think that it's fair to say it's a little different when you share a space. I can't speak to y'all experience, but I love sharing a space with my man. Thankfully we have, um, equitable tolerances. Like at, at a certain point, we're both kind of like, we, we clean up after ourselves. We don't necessarily, we're not messy people. We're not, you know, best friend's not messy either. She is by no stretch of the imagination dirty. She probably cleaned her house more than I fucking do. But my point is 
I live with this man. So we are very simpatico about how, where each other's tolerance are because we are so used to each other and our normal. It's our everyday life. So I know that there are certain things, for example, perfect example. I never close my cocoa butter in the morning. That's one of the things I won't say never, but I generally forget to close my cocoa butter. He will come behind me every day and close it if I don't close it myself because it'll start melting because I keep it on the dresser right under the window. He always looks out for that and will always put it away. I put all the way, I put the clothes away. I wash the clothes, pause. He also will help put the clothes away. Um, But I do the laundry. I enjoy doing laundry. So there are little things that we follow, like we do for each other. So it's like I turn all the clothes inside inside out. He, when he takes his socks off, he pulls them right off and just throws them in the hamper. I turn them the right side because I that's how I do the laundry, right? So those differences, those differences, those discrepancies, like the things that work um, in terms of living with someone are not the same when you are not used to being around someone before this man, it was just me. So I did everything the way I wanted and how I wanted the way it worked out. He ended up moving into my apartment. So in fairness, he was very, um, amenable to doing a lot of the things here when we were, as we're together, the way I did it, because I've just fucking been here longer. Right. But it's like when you're sharing a space with another person, two other people in this aspect that, live together and have their own similar setup the way my partner and I do. It's just like, I'm the odd one in. So one of the things I would strongly suggest is to consider the different travel styles of the people you are traveling with one, and please, please, please communicate with each other. This way you can kind of avoid um, disappointment or any frustrations. And you can actually enjoy uh, the trip as fully as the both or the group of you are able to. So that was kind of the lead up to the show. And then we finally got ready. We actually ended up matching. I don't know if that was on purpose, um, but we all wore black shorts and a white top, different variations of everything. We had a 20 minute walk, like I mentioned from the hotel that we were staying at to the, um, I think it was Nissan stadium. I will, we almost took an Uber and baby, the $40 was disappointing. I was about to pay it though, because it was fucking hot and I didn't want to start the night off sweaty and gross, but it just kept taking longer and longer. First it said seven, then it said 11. And then after waiting for 10 minutes and it still said 11 minutes, it was like, let's just walk. Let's just fucking walk because the shit is wild expensive as it is. That was just one way, obviously. So they was going to charge us $40 to go 20 minutes, a 20 minute walk, which means it's a seven minute drive, right? We started walking and it made perfect sense why that was the case because there was a line of cars for maybe a quarter of a mile trying to get into the venue. We basically walked across, we walked about two blocks to a bridge, walked over a bridge, beautiful view of the river, and then walked to the stadium. Very easy, straight fucking shot. Part of why I ended up booking where I booked because I wanted to be able to walk. So we get to the venue, rookie mistake. I ended up buying a drink like at the first place that we walk into. So the line was 
substantially long. Two out of 10, don't recommend. Um, but what I will say in fairness to me is I did not know that this establishment was basically designed to fucking pregame. Their, I think, football team plays there. Whomever those boys are, go team there, whatever. Trojans, Titans, don't know. Um, and there's like an entire, I don't want to say cafeteria, but on the second floor where we were going to be seated, there's an entire uh, food court, if you will. There's a bunch of different little kiosks. It's all the same shit, basically. One is beer and pretzels. Another one is chicken and burgers. And another one, it's stadium kind of shit, right? Uh, venue food. But downstairs in that welcoming kind of area was not the only option. What I will say that did not happen or what was not available was the merch, baby. Every other concert I've been to this year, there has been somebody's cousin, husband, brother out there selling shirts. And my daddy got got the first time because you never buy from the first person you see because they going to get you. It was, I think he paid $20 a shirt for the Anita Baker shirt. And then at Essence, I think one dude was selling. And then mind you, I say my dad got got because everybody else was selling the shirts for $10. Um, My similar experience was with Essence. They were selling the shirts everywhere. They was like outside after every night. It was somebody selling t-shirts. Like the second night we went there, had somebody had like a whole Skittles, uh, the purple pack, because it was like the purple, red, blue. Like they had a whole bunch of different color shirts. So there were a lot of vendors outside of those events selling uh, merch. And even after Essence, there were a lot of vendors that were just like performing themselves or were selling other uh, little oddities and just shit people might want. So I was very surprised to not see anybody selling t-shirts at the event, but I know B don't play about her likeness and she, she don't do that. So I get it. A little disappointed because baby, the merch was very expensive. Very, very, very expensive. Uh, t-shirts were $55. Sweatshirts. I think there was like a uh, sweatpants were like 75 hoodies were like 110, 120. I ended up getting a dad hat because I am queen dad hat. I love a good dad hat. And that was like $40. Um, but I know I'm gonna get more use out the fucking hat than I would anything else. So that ended up working out for me. Um, but I was a little disappointed not to see anybody outside selling the shirts, but, um, the walk there was relatively easy. Shout out to everybody hyping each other up along the way. You look cute. Okay, sis. Give it to me with the colors. Everybody was, it was a really cute little crowd. Everybody was really supportive of each other. That was really nice. Rookie mistake, getting a drink from the first place I went to. And honestly, the pricing for the drinks here was so disappointing, especially right off the heels of Essence Fest. When I tell you they were charging like $15 at Essence for like a 16 ounce cup, 24 ounce cup, you had a drink. Here, they had like tiny, like tiny little cups, a single 
shot was like 16 fucking dollars. And by a single shot, I know the motherfuckers wasn't even pouring the full fucking shot in there as if it was coming out of their pot. I don't know these people. So I don't know. Maybe it is coming out of their pockets, but I tell you one thing, fucking disappointed, but it's like, what are you going to do? You either want to drink or you don't. Are you going to pay for this shit or are you not? So almost $70 fucking later, I had an actual pour of wine and an actual pour of tequila and pineapple. And, um, he tried to jit me on my pineapple juice also. Cause I think I asked for like a shot of tequila with pineapple on the side. I don't know what the fuck I did, but I was just really pissed. He, they very haphazardly try to make a drink that it, it was utter disappointment, utter disappointment. But one of them situations, like what you going to do, you going to fight this man over a fucking pineapple and Casamigos. No, I'm not. So it's just take the money. So then we go up, find our seats, low key, make friends with some of the people around us. And we just wait for the show to start. I had no idea it was an outdoor venue. I did not know this was like, not just a thing, but the thing I didn't know until I think that day. Um, and yeah, I rained that morning. Amen. It did not continue through the day. We had a very dry concert, very pleased, love the show. I will say that I am a Beyonce fan, not a Beyonce stan. Um, Honestly, I enjoyed Essence more. Don't know if it would. I really think it had to do with um, the number of performers. There were so many different moods and options, but it's not like she ain't do a really good discography. Honestly, I can't really say what it was. So in terms of the seats, that may have been what it was. We had good seats, but by good, I mean, we had perfect vantage point. We sat in the second tier and we could see the entire stage. It was beautiful, unobstructed, unobstructed. However, we were still a little further back so that we couldn't really clearly make out. um, I don't want to say fine details because I did not expect to see this woman's manicure, but looking at the stage didn't necessarily result in the same experience as looking at the monitors. So it was kind of different in the sense that at essence, we could still see the performers on the stage. So we could look at either, we could look at the performance or we could look at the the monitors. We had a little bit of an option. So I feel like that may have contributed to like just the energy for me, just, um, in terms of feeling the performance, like I'm talking about in terms from the performer, but then again, that's just me. It could just have been that I enjoyed what essence was more than, I don't, I don't know, but, um, I was so excited to go. I had such a good time with the little section that we were in. Everybody was chill, no beef. Um, We were in our little bag, singing and dancing, having such a great time. Um, And I do not think that I have too many other concert experiences that will still rank this high because of the amount of love that went into this one for my friend to think of me in this way just meant the absolute most to me. I had no 
desire to do any of the waiting online trying like there were so many hoops to fucking jump through in order to get these tickets and for someone to do that selflessly for me also for her daughter because her baby wanted to go but to be included in that meant just so much to me that it was for me the enjoyment was more being with my girl versus the concert if that made sense if I'm sure that makes sense because I can't think of any of y'all being callous and cold-hearted um so I enjoyed knowing that my friend my sister friend loves me my sister loves me this much that she included me in this and she ain't fucking have to so for me that was like the best part of it but the show was good Miss Bam absolutely gave what she was supposed to give. I was very disappointed to not have um, our young princess, Blue Abby Carter, perform at our um, performance, but such is life. Don't know if she had prior commitments. Um, none of my black ass business. But show was bomb. Enjoyed that very much. I did not know that she didn't go on until like almost nine o'clock. Um, for me in my uh, bigger age that I am in baby I just don't I don't want to be out that late you know so um I would um have definitely not left as early as I as we did we would have just left closer to go time had I known um because we got there relatively quickly after seven I, I think by seven thirty we were in the venue and like walking to our seats I'd say um but ain't no big deal we ended up enjoying the show left was able to walk right back to the hotel easy peasy went upstairs uh showered and went to bed next day I was what was I expecting um I was expecting, let me plug my laptop in, y'all. I thought I did this already. Okay, we're not even going to edit that out. I, um, shit, what was I saying? Oh, next day, shower, got up. I initially got a notification from... I was going to say the good folks at JetBlue, but them people over at JetBlue saying my flight was early and maybe I was excited to get back home to my man. Um, and then it turns out it was a complete utter lie. It ended up flip-flopping back and forth between early to being back on time to then it was a delay. So then it was back on time to they might as well have canceled the shit uh, because the flight wasn't going to be until... Monday at this point. So I flew out on Saturday and had all intentions of flying back on Sunday night. Now we thankfully were able to get a late checkout that again, I can't speak, um, more highly of the front desk staff, even shout out to the beautiful, gorgeous, um, woman that was on the housekeeping team that did, uh, come and check on us the Saturday we were getting ready. Um, she knocked on the door and was just like, would you guys like some waters or anything? And I'm just like, Oh, okay. Service. First of all, your skin is glowing. Love your skin. And she was like, I know 
y'all here for, you know this is why we're here have a good time for me because obviously i can't go i'm here i got you sis we will sing what should we sing for like just a really nice interaction girls at the front desk absolutely saying why are you here sister friend you know why we're here we are here for the pilgrimage and cute little chuckles had a good like a really nice exchange same thing on the checkout um and by checkout so we checked out, I want to say like one o'clock and I still had a ton of time to kill because my flight wasn't supposed to be until around eight. So what the plan was, we was going to drop our bags at the bag check and then run down to, and by run down, I mean, just go explore Nashville. Let's go get something to eat. Nice little brunch, maybe hit a museum or something. It just turned into let's get something to eat. So still waiting on updates from the flight, still waiting on updates for the flight at this point. I'd say by checkout, was it checkout? I'd say by checkout, I knew that I wasn't getting home anytime soon, that there was going to be a delay. I just don't know that I knew it was going to be the next day. I know what it was because the date on my reservation for the flight was still showing as the 16th. But the time that they were having me leave was the 17th. So they were showing at like 0800 hours, but I'm like, 0800 hours done been coming going. So is y'all trying to tell me that y'all pushed my flight up 12 hours or you trying to tell me that even though the ticket is dated for the 16th, ignore that show up the 17th. So I need a clarification because just because I understand one thing to be true does not mean that that's what them people are trying to communicate. So I ended up doing, and that was another thing. I was able to find Delta on the line real quick. Unfortunately, this time with JetBlue, I was not able to get anybody on the line relatively quick at all. I ended up doing one of those, hey, we'll call you back things. So we ended up, I set that up for them people to call me back. And then we ended up going to eat at, I want to say it was called Husk. I believe that's what the name of it was. Husk, H-U-S-K. Um, it was a pulled pork something that we got, baby. That was delicious. Service was okay, but the food was great. I definitely remember the fucking food. The food was good. And there was one black young man who was a server and we were hoping that he was going to be our server, but we ended up not getting him, unfortunately. Um, but we ended up talking with him for a little bit. Really nice guy. Um, sweet kid. Uh, but the food was good. It was a really nice, uh, little establishment. It's, I don't want to say a converted, but it's like an old mansion that they turned into a restaurant. So it's kind of like, eating in somebody's house, but like in a restaurant sitting, but it's in a house. It was really nice. And they had a nice garden outside. Um, it was giving like farm to table, but obviously they don't have a farm there. It's just the garden, but really enjoyed the food there. Now that food was good. That was good as Nash, good as Nashville food. Highly um, appreciated that spot. Uh, then we ended up going, I guess you could call it by the waterfront. Well, yeah, we went down by the water and this was probably what I was expecting of Nashville and the first time I actually got it. So this was probably what I anticipated seeing when I 
whenever I thought of Nashville, but never made my, I never made my way down here. Like I'd never had this experience. This time we ended up going to get ice cream. I think it was called Mike's something not too far from the water. And again, this was to kind of just kill time because at this point it's just like, I'm trying to navigate when the fuck this flight is going to be. I'm over it. We end up going to get the ice cream. I got sorbet. That shit was so good. So, so good. Ah. Chef's kiss. Strawberry sorbet. Rainbow sprinkles. Happy as a kid. We ended up walking down to the water for a little bit and uh, dodging bees and beetles. But had a good time just chilling outside, eating our ice cream down by the water, watching the water go by. Shout out to um, the black dudes that were on the, um, what do you call that? Was it a, not a tugboat? It was like a riverboat or something. It was like one of them riverboat cruisers or something. And it was just, I think I just randomly waved at them. But they waved back. So shout out to y'all. Um, that was cute. And it was just a really nice day. Decent weather to kind of just sit outside, people watch. We ended up um, taking an Uber back to the hotel. Another pro tip and another bonus to staying at a hotel that is different from an Airbnb Sometimes your Airbnb host can accommodate, other times not so much. This particular um, time we, again, hotel, perk was they'll hold your bags. You could check out, come back hours later. Don't get crazy with it, but checked out at one, went back to get the bags around, I don't know, six or seven o'clock, probably earlier than that, maybe... 536 because I'm pretty sure that I was I remember no that wasn't even the fucking case and that's why I was disappointed because the flight they finally called me back after again to kill time after the icy the ice cream we came back to the Joseph and then we ended up just going upstairs to their rooftop bar and just ordering drinks the girls got some salads and I don't even think I ate anything else at that point. I wasn't really hungry. And, oh, but right, because we had had brunch earlier. Then we had ice cream. And then we were just kind of sitting around at the bar. Jansen and Brittany. We ended up meeting this couple at the bar. And we were sitting on the corner. And oddly enough, this guy just, what does he say? Oh, he says to Dell. Do you know who D.L. Hughley is? And immediately in my mind, I'm like, Father God, please don't let this white man just be trying to find a random black person he knows to start conversation with us random black people that he don't know. And so she's like, mm-hmm. And he's like, well, apparently they came in a year or, or longer before private prior time they came in and he had been at the hotel and he was sitting there with a huge dog i don't know if it was a king corso but that's the first thing that came to him it was a huge fucking dog and so they were saying like to the extent where they had to like walk around the dog to get to the bar and we were like right in the entrance if you will we were at the bar by the entrance which was not small so it was it was a big fucking dog but they ended up being mad fucking chill, mad cool. And we had the best conversation team in sync. Um, 
And it was a really kind of nice way to distract from the fact that I was still trying to figure out when the fuck I was going to be able to leave. And they were so sweet. And we, you know, got and they were married, I want to say for like a year. And so it was nice to kind of talk to them about like what their what their wedding looked like. Was it worth the hoopla? Just like wedding shit and all that. They were, it was a really cute little conversation to have with them. Really nice couple. If y'all ever find your way to this episode, shout out to y'all. Hope y'all are doing well. Thanks for killing the time with us. And um, after that, we ended up going down to pick up our bags and we went back to Erica's house who came through in a clutch because my flight was not leaving on Sunday at all. I ended up flying out on Monday. So as disappointing as it was to not be able to go home, I'm so grateful for um, having people that love and care about me in the area who were willing to accommodate me, especially short notice. Like she wasn't even home but she was able to open her home for me and was just like, all right, let me know when you're there. I'll turn the alarm off. The dogs are there. Come on. So, um, Erica, thank you so much. Del, thank you so much for introducing me to Erica. Um, but that was such a blessing to have someone that is willing to accommodate you again, short notice. And so I stayed at Erica's place and slept comfortably woke up the next day shout out to the dogs bear and i diamond i hope diamond's feeling better because diamond had a little scar on the face and had to wear the comb but when i tell you them dogs are watchdogs baby anytime i moved if i got on my feet them babies was barking i walked in gave them a little minute to kind of like all right y'all gonna keep barking but okay so Bear, don't know if you remember me. Let's reintroduce. How is everyone? Okay. And they were really sweet and they didn't give me no smoke. But my dog, she don't bark when nobody come in here no more. It she's also very old. She's 15. So if she hears you, she'll just run to you and just be like, love me. And then you're you two are best friends now. Not the case with Erica's dogs. Them dogs do their job. My baby unfortunately does not. I don't judge her for it. She is who she is. I raised her. This is the job that I did. But um, them dogs was dogging. And I um, we had a nice little time together waiting on Erica to come back. Then we kicked it for a little bit. Everybody went to sleep. Next morning, woke up, got my ass an Uber, and went to the, ho- uh, to the hotel. Went to the airport. Thankfully, they, uh, they were able to get us out. No extra hiccups. It was 12 hours later. But we finally got out, made it home safely. And thankfully, I had that next week off because I um, don't want to say it was beef. Don't want to say it. I ain't necessarily leave work on the best terms (laughs) Friday. So if I would have had to call out on Monday, would not have been good. But thank the Lord. I was already off from work, so I had to call them people and tell them, yeah, and I'm not coming in on Monday. You feel me? So there's that on that. I had a really great experience overall. 
um, frustrations aside, it did not detract from the overall um, experience. Thankfully, I had a great time. And again, it's one of those things like I try to remind y'all that travel is so much more than vacation, because in this sense, it was absolutely a reminder of how loved I am. Not only to have a best friend that thinks of me this in this way to include me on a purchase like this, but especially a purchase that was inconvenient to do. Like just that whole navigating, getting the tickets, the wait list, following up with, okay. She went through all of that, but also the, what's the word I'm looking for? the availability to change her plans at the end. Like she was supposed to drop me off, you know, um, actually she did drop me off at like six o'clock, but it was just like the, I'm navigating this. So she's navigating this. She's also, okay. So, well, what do you need from me? Right. Do you need, all right, well, don't forget. Oh, Erica, call Erica and see, you want me to call Erica? No, girl, I got Erica number. I can call her, but I appreciate that. Thank you. I wasn't even thinking you right. Let me call E and see if she can accommodate me. So it's just having that support, not just leaving me there to figure it out on my own. Truly appreciate. Um, I just absolutely left that weekend feeling very protected and cared for. So I can't have asked for, you know, I can't have asked, I can't ask for better people around me. And I truly, truly do think this is going to go down as one of those trips that was just like, oh yeah, there were so many hiccups, but we still had a good fucking time because it's the power of the pivot. It's the power of the pivot. If you spend too much time dwelling in or around what didn't go right. You can't appreciate all the things that are going in your favor in the moment. So, um, Beyonce was cool, but it wasn't essence fest. I enjoyed the show. I am so very grateful. I will say to say that I've been able to see Beyonce because I know there are artists that I would have loved to have been able to see that. Unfortunately, I don't have the opportunity to see now, but this woman, baby, I seen her. And I absolutely know what to do for a future trip. Like I am, I feel like I'm better prepared. I'm more well-equipped to do it again um, and do it even better the next time. So that was my Beyonce experience. It was indeed a good time. And I don't know if I'm doing any more music this month. We were, we're dancing around um, Janelle Monet. Initially, we were going to go see her in Colorado, but we have a wedding coming up next year that like we really want to do nicely, like really (laughs) spend up for like the nice accommodations. And so it's like, yeah, we can go and do it budget. It's Mexico, but we want to go and do it. So we might be tapping out in terms of travel and with all like the hiccups in terms of flights, baby, I don't want to be in nobody's airport anymore. I'm good. 
I don't want to fly anywhere. So um, this might be it for, dare I say, travel for the year. Probably a road trip here or there. We we dabbled. Um, but we'll see what happens. Stay tuned for that one. But I um, hope y'all enjoyed the episode. If y'all saw Beyonce, where did you go? How did you enjoy it? And are you going to one of her future shows? Would love to hear from you guys. Don't forget, it is my birthday. Please, please, please hit me up however you choose, whether it be travel and shit on the socials. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. Um, do I have a presence on uh, TikTok? Yes. I don't understand how to use TikTok. I'm not there yet. I've got maybe two videos. You can find me T-R-A-V-E-L, the letter N-S-H underscore T. That's where I am on the socials. Or D-Carrie, D-C-A-R-R-I-E, at TravelingShipPodcast.com. And let me know what your favorite episode is. I would love to hear from you guys. Send me a little bit of birthday love. And um, run them numbers up. Play the episode. Play an old episode. Replay this episode. I would just love to have your support, guys. That's it for this week, and I'll see y'all next Thursday. Bye.